Hey friends, it's Cam and Graydon Bunn from the Stickers and Scuffs podcast, and we want to tell you about our friend and teammate Cassie Howard and KPH Photography. Cassie is not only a talented and passionate racer, running her Kineski back number 59 for BT Racing in the Wampum Fuels Bonestock Series at Delaware Speedway, but Cassie is also a passionate photographer and entrepreneur, wanting to grow her KPH Photography brand. KPH can capture moments and memories in virtually any setting. Whether it's at the rink, at the track, indoors, outside, or a black tie gala, KPH Photography will bring skills and friendly service to your next event in the London, Ontario area. We at Stickers and Scuffs Podcast thank Cassie and KPH Photography for the support and friendship. And be sure to message Cassie via Facebook or Instagram about purchasing BT Racing merchandise or ask her about designing a look for your brand and bringing it to life on top quality t-shirts and hoodies. Hi, this is Mario Andretti, and you're tuned into Cam, Graydon, and the team as Stickers and Scuffs podcast. They're true Canadian racing fans. Failure. Replace me. <laughs> Replace me. I dare you, Graydon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. Segway like no other. Cam K, Graydon Bunn, back with you. Uh, KPH photography sponsored episode because we've got Phil the Thrill, Phil Givens on here. We have him on because uh, KPH photography will take photos of this beauty any day of the week. Phil, how are you, my friend? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Um, it's been a long couple of weeks here, but we've been, you know, getting to the front of the pack and having some fun. So uh, I'm doing good. I'm pretty happy. I got a week off work this week. So, uh, you know, we're going to be traveling around a little bit. That's always you boys nice have been traveling. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. As great. You boys have been traveling around a fair bit uh, with uh, Captain Chris and doing the tour all the speedways lately, kind of traveling where the rain isn't, I guess, uh, a lot of it, eh? Yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. You know, I woke up Saturday morning and Flamborough rained out there and uh, postponed. So Nicole looked at me and said, why don't we go to Sunset? And uh, unfortunately, one spot short again. And uh, it's Same tough guy over too. there, but... Same guy as oh, last time. <laughs> same guy. Same. It was literally deja vu. Same restart with five to go. Same race to the end. And he got me again. So that it, he's got a quick car. I love, I love hearing this story because I'm going to say, I'm going to, because we talked about this at sunset, that first race um, that I saw you in. Uh, how old is that, uh, that zero car that you're running out there? 
it was built in 2015. Um, and yeah, I've, I've had it since the end of 15 and, uh, it's, it's my baby. It's pride and joy. And yeah, it's still going old, reliable. I, I love, I love when we hear Graydon and I, we, we get to hear about car histories and I don't really care about like people's own vehicle cars. Like I like to hear about race car histories because especially like in OSS, we've heard some of these, like these cars dating back to like 1989 and stuff. And they've gone through like 10 owners, but um bone stocks obviously they they kind of also change hands quite routinely is that once somebody's put one together there are a couple that seem to go kind of through uh the field and you see them with with different people but yourself phil i gotta know how you got involved with with bone stock racing because you're kind of you kind of do more than everybody now you kind of race weekly at two tracks um competing for two championships so how did that all become your focus? Um, about 10 years ago, I started uh, with mini stocks and um, built, uh, had a couple cars, ran them. And, you know, it was mediocre, but the cost was getting up there a little bit. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Nick Clark, he, uh, he bought that zero car uh, from the sprint into spring at Full Throttle Motor Speedway. It was an enduro car. And, uh, yeah, he... Um, he converted uh, into a bone stock so he could race. And uh, he paid his rent the entire summer of 2015 with it. And uh, then he sold it to me at the end. And, um, but yeah, that's pretty much how we started bone stocks. Every year, you know, I've been traveling around since 2015 uh, with the zero car. And then 2000, I believe it was 2000 and whatever year the pandemic was just about over 21 i think 20 21 um chris lawrence called me and said hey why don't you come down and wheel one of these cars uh for the 75 lapper at delaware and ever since that day uh chris and i we've clicked uh we got wade thorne as well as my co-driver at flamborough and um we proved last weekend that we've got some stuff figured out there and um yeah that's pretty much all it is it's uh you know, I got, we got Nicole's car running too, and she's running for points at Flamborough and it's been, it's been a busy year so far, but uh, having fun with it. You touched on it there. I just, I kind of wanted to know how you and Chris, cause inevitably if you're in the bone stock world, you're going to cross paths with the Lawrence family and, uh, and Chris, um, when I had my, uh, first opportunity to race with you guys, uh, if you are right in the thick of things and Chris is always at, like, as you know, as lots of people know, or is always running around working on all the cars, trying to uh, make sure all the drivers, everybody's happy and stuff like that. When you guys are um, in a working context, you guys, I get you've, you've explained how long you've known each other, but it, it shows how, like-minded you guys are and how well you work together i get it from the tradesman perspective too like where you guys don't necessarily need to talk to each other to know what each other's thinking when you're thrashing on a car yeah like a delaware chris pretty much walks over and says are you good and uh if i got a few questions you know, i thought hey maybe maybe will this work i think maybe this will work and if we're both stumped, you know, Joe Lawrence is right around the corner strutting his stuff. And he, he comes walking over and says, no, 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 don't do that. Do this. And, uh, yeah, so it's good that way. 
Um, but yeah, Chris and I, even at Flamborough, like this weekend, you know, he showed up last minute, like always, because that's Chris. Um, and <laughs> yeah. uh, he showed up. We got their cars, got their cars figured out, and uh, you know, they got these with us. And uh, but yeah, it's that's what it is. We all, even Wade Thorne, we're always bumping ideas off each other. It's what you need. Yeah, it seems like a good group of guys there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the BT kind of gang is is really what it is. You kind of always seem to add people to it, and you got like at this rate, you're gonna have like thirty teammates, is what you've probably gone through in one season. But uh, Phil, you, you've done it for a while now. So, what's the state of bone stock racing? Because my understanding, and, and we're still new to the weekly game, like that's not what we were familiar with when we started this podcast. We're only a year or so into learning all about the weekly stuff. My understanding is the bone stock division was not what it is today a couple of years ago. Um, how is the how are things going so far, at, at least specifically at Delaware Speedway and then at Flamborough? <laughs> Uh, Delaware, Delaware is tough. Um, they keep adding a few different rules. Some of them safety rules, which that's hundred percent. You're flying around that place. Um, but then some rules, you know, I don't know how to properly say it, but some things aren't as enforced as good as you think they would be. But the bone stocks at Delaware are right at that point where it's going to become real expensive, real fast to try and be running and running at the front. Um, so really it's the mini stocks of 2012, 2013, right before they got crazy expensive, uh, Flamborough, they got Glen Hills guy does a f- unreal job making sure everybody's in line. Um, and their rule package seems to work the best uh, I find out of anywhere in Ontario. Um, but like you said, you know, bone stocks five years ago, it was literally slap a little bit of camber in the front, right. And, um, you know, some of the cars had half cages in them. It was just strictly for fun. And they're uh, really fast. They need to stop. And uh, they need to freeze it where it is because it's just going to become too expensive. It's a worry, um, I think, that we have with most racing divisions. But the the counts back then, we Chris's goal has been to get 50 and he got there. I mean, you guys had 55 a couple weeks ago. Is that, again, how was that compared to when you started? Um, when I started, I, I started most of my race full throttle. When I was okay. in car, my first gun zero car, we had 24 a night. And it was, you know, um, traveled. It would, uh, it would combine into, um, like a full field with all the traveling cars you'd have b features and everything um honestly what i seen at delaware two what was it last week two weeks ago i guess it was i was insane there was nowhere to park uh you know 55 cars you know it, you're looking around you see it's four cylinder race cars and you know w- what other track can you go to that the whole pits are pretty much four cylinder race cars um but yeah like uh I feel like some of the fields are starting to dwindle. We're on a bit of a rebound. Mm-hmm. I would say that it looks like Peter is hurting uh, a little bit. They're getting, you know, 12, 13 cars. Um, D- Delaware is obviously full. Flambro, I think we had 
you know, on average, we're 20 to 24. Um, I think Varney or full throttles up around that. Mm-hmm. And sunset, I was there the other night. I, we had, a, we had 23 cars at sunset on Saturday night. So the numbers are coming back. It's just to keep them reined in, I guess you'd say. Yeah, that's exactly to your point. I mean, it's, it's a way to go pure racing. I mean, for, for guys like me, <laughs> for example, I mean, to, to get in something and run with guys that know what they're doing, like yourself and with, with Chris, it's the best way for, for rookies and, and young people, whoever's getting into it to learn. And I hope that it, it does stay, as you say, kind of within cost containment, because it is such a great way to, to get people in. And, it, and it's just like at the cup level or like the, the national stock car racing level where if you have if you have kind of the lesser guys racing against the guys that are going fast i mean they're going to learn how to go fast or get out of the way (laughs) one or the other i mean it's the best way to learn it's it's the most fun i've ever had in my life just trying to get out of your way (laughs) yeah it's it's a great spot uh delaware to learn there like when I first went there, I only started racing there two years ago, that first time with Chris. So nope. uh, he taught me everything on that track. And it, it, my first time, I was worried about getting in people's way. Mm-hmm. I, I, I've just, I've, when I hear this, and Phil, you've got to go through the accolades because you've won some pretty big events. <laughs> and we need to kind of, we need to, we need to toot your horn. Okay. We need to talk about how great Phil Givens is. So, um, let's hear about the long list of Phil Givens, uh, trophies, um, and, and how much better at it you are than Chris Lawrence. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm having fun winning Chris trophies this year. Um, but yeah, I, I don't even have, they're in the back room, honestly. Um, I think 2016, I won the points championship at Varney. 2018, I won Sobel's champion, and I also won Frostoberfest that year. 2019, I don't know what I did in 2019. I won a bunch of features, nothing crazy. 2020 was the COVID. 2021 was Autumn Colors. I won that, um, and Spring Velocity that year. Um, yeah, and then just third place at Delaware. I got that one and only feature win at Delaware. That that drives me nuts. I need more. (laughs) But uh, I've won the zero cars one. I think I'm at 76 races now in that car. And then, yeah. So. Talk about Varney a little bit, man, because I I got to practice there by myself. (laughs) I didn't get to drive with anybody yet uh, because the weekend got rained out. No kidding. Um, but man, it's so cool, uh, for a stone cold rookie to drive in. And when you enter the track and you're looking down at turn three and four, like banking a steep as Daytona on Canada's fastest quarter mile, it's such a neat little spot and man, turn four can reach out and grab you if you're not careful. Right. Yeah. Varney's a track of its own. Um, yeah. there's two different 
two different stages that I've been through when I race. But when I first started, it wasn't a D shape, right? It was just two straightaways, uh, down one down the back, shoot down the back. There's no wall. You could go down the hill on the back. And, uh, it was funny cause you go down there and you'd have to get spun around and slowly climb back up the hill with the car and hope you're not five laps down. Um, but yeah, now with Varney, uh, biggest trick to that track is corner speed um turn three's got that dip when you go in kind of upsets the car and then if you really hit it weird it throws it off and that yeah you're right the turn four wall comes up quick there's grip when you're about two inches off the wall your tires grab so there's grip there Mm -hmm. but it's a fun place yeah it totally is Yeah. Yeah, I think I lost Cam. Oh. Nope. Uh you nope. got me. It's uh it's I pressed the wrong button. Uh it's <laughs> throwing me off my game, but I guess we're we're studying really because what Graydon's doing. He's trying to steal notes from you. I'm fishing, uh, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> he's fishing. I can't fish in the water, so I fish for race car information. <laughs> so he's trying he's trying to get the Phil given secret to success here because uh clearly no, i don't want to toss it secrets out I 76 just, did you hear that 76 wins 76 Earnhardt. yeah clearly uh what, what is it about and we i i've heard it time and time again about what is it about pontiac sunfires that make them such good bone stocks because i mean everybody says oh yeah they're cheap and you know, they never die, but is that really what it is? Um, I've been in a cobalt. I've raced on one time and it didn't end well. I ended up in the turn. Oh, it was that turn two wall head on knocked out, broke my thumb uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, I didn't like that car, but um, everything I've ever been told, uh, the they're called a, the Sunfire and Cavaliers are a J body car. That's the chassis, and they just turn. They t- turn better than anything else. So that's a big thing. Cor- everybody thinks it's straightaway speed. No, corner speed is where you win races. Yeah, absolutely. It's that's the beauty. Like going front wheel drive too, and then like watching them like some of them racing around you guys and like the left rears off the ground and they're just digging and man like it's it's cool to see it happening i can't wait i didn't have my onboard at the time and i can't wait to get some onboard footage of that thanks to mpy um but uh man those things they dig like nothing else they're so much fun to drive yeah for sure it uh it's entertaining you know you can go through a whole season without changing the left rear tire because it's in the ground for three quarters of the lap or off the ground (laughs) i believe chris has said that he has done it i think he said at flamborough without a left rear tire before (laughs) which he would (laughs) i i wonder and i wonder so you're racing out in the the sun fires out at delaware you got a pretty stout field out there. Obviously, for the championship, it's uh, Jay Cox and um, and obviously Jeremiah Rabideau out there as well that you guys are competing against, kind of week in and week out. Um, uh, Colin Wilms, 
these guys are kind of newer, I guess, to the to the championship scene over the last couple of years. It's kind of been Chris and Joe, and they're not there anymore, uh, running full time. So, um, what is it that you guys have to do to be able to compete with these guys week in and week out? Because it is proving to be pretty difficult out there. Uh, yeah, Chris puts a great setup in the cars for me, and we we know how to tailor it to make it as good as it's going to get on race day. Um, but other than that, like it's, you have to be up on the wheel from lap one to lap 25. You got to be up there. You know, you can't take a lap off or else you're done. Um, Jeremiah Rabideau, a lot of people don't know, Rabideau's raced a long time. And uh, he's wild. And uh, he's fast. Jay Cox kind of came out of nowhere. We weren't expecting that much speed out of him. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of good cars this year up there. So, yeah. I, and one I of the best... To, I have to, Sorry. just before, I have to interrupt. What is the, what's the amount that Chris has put out, the most single amount that he's put out this year? Is it like 15 or 16 of cars that he's actually worked on? Oh, boy. I don't even, I couldn't even tell you. Um, the other night, I think there was 13 the other night out of his stable, but that, yeah. that didn't include... He, you know, he's helped out uh, Matt Langford. He's helped out um, uh, Jenneru, like those type of guys. Chris has probably got his hand in, I would say, pretty close to half the field. <laughs> oh, my God, that's awesome. But, like, what you were just talking about, the seat time is everything. I mean, it, it helps when you're in the car or at a, a speedway as often as possible to be as sharp as possible when you're ready to go to battle at Delaware or whatever you're, wherever you're running for the points championship or Flammy or whatever too, right? Just go race. <laughs> yeah, actually my, my brother-in-law called me a couple hours ago. They're going to take a car out for practice tomorrow to test it to make sure it's good for the weekend. And I got thinking, Oh, maybe I'll bring the zero car out for practice tomorrow just to get back in the seat again. Um, but like we got Sobble on Wednesday night for the dash for cash. Um, Friday night at Delaware. Saturday up in the air. Don't know quite where I'm going yet. We'll have a car at Flamborough for sure. So yeah, seat time. And go time. It's busy right now, right? If it doesn't rain. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the rest of the goal is for this year, Phil. Obviously, championship in both tracks would be great. Um, getting a couple more feature wins. Are you planning on doing velocity, autumn colors? Uh, what's the long-term kind of plans for you for this season and then heading into next year? Um, yeah, we're just kind of just chasing trophies now. Um, you know, Wade's... Wade and I are we're sitting up at the top there in points at Flamborough. Delaware might be a little out of reach, so we're just kind of – I'm going to go for the wins every night if see what happens. Uh, for fall stuff, we'll get Velocity, Frostoberfest, Bob Colors like normal. It's just a matter of what car we're going to be taking. Uh, you know, I got an option of technically three of them. So, um, <laughs> but, yeah, we'll, it'll all be different. Uh, I'm sure I'll take a different one for each track type thing. Well, I, well I uh, just before Graydon, because you said that, um, 
I again, I I've not been a driver, so and I I haven't been a driver ever in my life. But you're driving three cars that are all kind of the same make and model. Do they drive like? Do they still drive differently, even though they're the same kind of car? Hundred <laughs> percent. Everyone's a little bit different. Like the pink car uh, up there, the fifty car, uh, the pink flambro car. You really got to open the corners up with it more to keep the momentum up. Um, the Delaware car, same idea at Delaware. You got to keep rolling the corners with it, but uh, it's a little tighter of a setup. It's not as loose on entry. Um, and then the zero car is pretty much to my liking because I have all the time that I can you know, put the setup where I want it to be. And um, I can put it anywhere on the track, anywhere it needs to go pretty much. Other than in front of Brandon Steele. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know that guy. Uh, he's uh, right from my stomping grounds, too. So uh, another truck driver in my area. So it's kind of neat that uh, we see him rolling into our pit and fellow race car driver kind of talked to him about racing that I didn't. I saw pictures of his car at sunset and I was like, I know him like the Steele family. I'm like, I wonder if that is Brandon Steele. And sure enough, it was him. So now we got new stuff to talk about and man he is fast it's it's cool to see uh one of our local boys sticking it to them down there at sunset um but bill um you 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 go racing every week anywhere that you can uh you can't do it alone you got tons of partners with you shout out to everybody that helps you get to the racetrack man Oh boy, there's there's a ton of them with Chris's, and I'm sorry if I missed <laughs> yeah. some of them. But, yeah, uh, do what you can. I didn't mean to put you like totally on the spot. Yeah, exactly. Eh? <laughs> um, obviously, two speed motors. Yeah, two speed motorsports. Corey's been with me since 2018 at Solvall. I was pretty much out of cash. I was five races into the season. We had three more to go to win the championship, and uh, he came on board and funded the rest of that season and. We got that. So ever since then, he's been, uh, you know, our number one guy. Uh, Ennetville Garage at Ennetville there, Ontario. Um, Wellington Perforated Sheet and Plate. Uh, they give me a shop to work on the cars and everything. Uh, store the cars there. Uh, it's actually my work. I, I, I drive truck for them. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I got to think. So, oh, boy, Chris is... All the ones on Chris's. Obviously, Caldecott Millwrights as well. Let me just put a list here, guys. <laughs> Milk, eggs. No, that's not it. Yeah, no. Oh, oh, yeah, that's the thing. Eh? We got so many of them. Oh, where did it go? Got a look at a picture of the car. All right, there we go. Uh, obviously, uh, Dad's Discount Auto Parts and Supply, Corey's Tire, uh, Wilds Printing, Epic Racewear, International Tire, um, and a new one that he got this week that have been supplying him, uh, Quality H2O, is uh, Arctic Clear from Fergus. Nice. So. Week in and week out, Phil, you make it a thrill to watch you in the bone stocks. We absolutely love it. Honestly, uh, since we 
because of the Delaware broadcasts, I really got to to learn and see how friggin' good this division is. Yeah, how both fun. Nice, it, how much fun it is to watch. I love to watch it. I'm not crazy enough to get behind the wheel and actually race with you guys like this one over here, but I I really want to thank you for coming on and, and chatting with us. We've chatted at the racetrack a couple of times to be able to watch you race and you know you race clean as clean as possible. I love when you get fired up too. Uh, it always makes it a lot more exciting too. So uh, we definitely want to wish the the best of luck for the rest of the season, battling for those championships, and of course um securing more and more victories you got to get to the magic 100 man like that's uh you need 100 bone stock wins i think that's what we need before the uh, the end of the career eh, phil i uh, yeah that would be cool i think you know going into next year i think i'm gonna back off a little bit uh, life's you know life's getting there and we've got to focus on other things and um but still keep a car around to have some fun here and there and um yeah, obviously I gotta, you know, I also gotta thank you guys for for doing this and being on every single one of our cars, including Nicole's. And I gotta thank her for, you know, letting me go to the racetrack or coming to the racetrack and joining us. That was the biggest thing is joining us and having fun. So, yeah, definitely. Man, it's awesome to to be able to to race against you, and I look forward to doing it again. Uh, definitely at Delaware, if you happen to show up. Where I happen to be, I wouldn't be surprised, and uh, I'll get the hell out of your way. <laughs> you better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looking I'll, out for the teammate. Thanks otherwise, lot, you're man. not back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's Phil Givens of BT Racing uh, on the Stickers and Scuffs podcast. And, of course, we want to thank Cassie Howard, his teammate at bt racing for the partnership of kph photography for this episode so excited to bring her on as a new partner for the podcast have a great week everybody we'll catch you all next week on the stickers and scuffs podcast